Welcome back to the Grace for Your Journey podcast. This is Pastor Terry. So glad to have you with us. If you're new, welcome on in. So glad that you're here. You know, Jesus talked about a lot of subjects in his three-year ministry. Think about it. Only a three-year ministry, he talked about a lot of subjects. But the one he talked about the most may surprise you. Now, some of you may think, well, of course, Terry, it's Jesus. So he talked about love. He talked about love about 500 times uh, during his three-year ministry that we have record of. So if you say, well, how about faith or heaven or something like that? Well, again, probably about 500 times um, on the subject of love. And so the, the subject that he talked about the most may surprise you. And it's money, stuff, and things. Jesus talked about money, stuff, and things 2,000 times during his earthly ministry. And so today we're in Matthew 19, and he's talking about money, stuff, and things here. And he says some pretty difficult things. So let's just walk through it and, and discuss it. Now, and Jesus said to his disciples, truly, I say to you, only with difficulty will a rich person enter the kingdom of heaven. Okay, stop right there. Here's the problem with that statement in the, uh, to the listeners of that day. They believed they had a philosophy. I'm not going to call it a theology, but they had a philosophy that wealthy people were blessed and poor people were cursed. I mean, we sort of have a little bit of that thought today, right? Like if you're really wealthy and you've done well in life, you've worked hard, you've studied hard, you've planned well, that somehow you're, you're just blessed. And the people who are on the other end of the spectrum, well, they're just sort of cursed. Well, 2,000 years ago, they believed that really in toto. I mean, they really believed it completely that if, if you were wealthy, that meant God's hand was on you. If not, God's hand wasn't on you. So Jesus comes along and says, wait, wait a minute. Let me just tip that on its head. I am telling you that it is very, very hard for a wealthy person to enter the kingdom of heaven. Now, why is that? Why does he say that? If you remember just prior to this, a rich young ruler came to him and said, man, I've kept the commandments. I've been a good guy. Then Jesus said, okay, if you want to be complete. If you want to be full, if you want no more gaps and questions in your life, sell everything you have and surrender your life to me and come and follow me. And the scripture says the young man went away uh, because he had great possessions. See, here's what wealth does. Wealth allows you the opportunity to be distracted from the most important things in life. Now, there's nothing wrong with wealth. I have some very wealthy friends. You do too. I, just, I, I know you do. You've got some wealthy friends. So wealth in and of itself isn't a bad thing at all. It's a bad thing when it's used to distract your mind, occupy your time, and draw you away from completely following the Lord, hearing from God, and doing what he's called you to do. So Jesus said, I tell you that it is very hard for a rich person to enter to the kingdom. Then he goes on, he says, again, I tell you, it's easy for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Now, the eye of a needle was an opening in the wall in Jerusalem uh, around the temple. And it, it was big enough that if a camel could hunch down, they could probably get through it. Possible? Yes. Difficult? Absolutely. So he's saying, consider this. Consider a camel having to get on his knees, crawl through this little hole. That's how hard it is for a rich person to get into the kingdom. Impossible? Absolutely not. And is it because rich people are bad? Nope. Because they're dishonest? Nope. Because, you know, they're somehow to be looked on with suspicion? Nope. It's because they have the ability to distract themselves from the deeper, more profound questions of life. That is why it's difficult for a rich person to get to heaven. Not that there's anything wrong with being rich. As I tell our people all the time, man, I pray every one of you get rich. 
and then you tithe. <laughs> so anyway, so there we go. I said, now when the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished, saying, well, then who can be saved? But Jesus looked at them and said, now with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Even the person who's most distracted, most consumed in their own world, most self-indulged, that person can be redeemed by the power of God. Then it goes on and says this. Then Peter said in reply, see, we have left everything to follow you, Lord. What then will we have? And Jesus said to them, now, now here's where Jesus says there's going to be equity in heaven. Heaven is a place where you're going to get what you're, it's, it, you're going to get back everything you've sacrificed. Here's what he says. Truly, I say to you, in the new world, when the kingdom comes, when the Son of Man will sit on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will sit on 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left houses and brothers and sisters or father or mother, children or lands for my namesake will receive a hundredfold and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last and the last will be first. Jesus ends by saying, let me just tell you how to look at people on this, on this life and on this earth. The ones who may not have a lot of earthly wealth and earthly means who are following me in my kingdom, they may find themselves first. The people who sit at the top today and ignore me, they may find themselves last in my kingdom. Trust the Lord. Surrender your wealth and life to him. And you'll find unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Well, Father, I pray those who are listening right now who have great wealth and great means. First of all, thank you, Lord, for blessing them. It is a blessing. But Lord, I pray that they are aware and alert and are thinking properly that all the things they can buy and get here can be blown away by one strategically placed hurricane. And so, Father, I just pray that they will surrender their hearts and their minds to you, that they will surrender all of their wealth, and all their abilities to you. And when they do so, Lord, I pray, Holy Spirit, you fill them and change them and fill them with joy unspeakable and purpose and drive that's unstoppable. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, hey, we'll talk to you again next time.